Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I bring you greetings. This Tuesday morning, the third day of August 2021, it's a privilege to be alive and well. Thank God for the wonderful atmosphere, the environment around us is warm. God is faithful. Let's lift up our voices again this morning, as our usual custom is, to give him thanks, because he has done us well. By bringing us into this day, God has done us well. Our Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name and exalt you. We celebrate you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank you for bringing us into this day by your good hand and by your faithfulness. Lord, we look up to you for an encounter with you this morning. We ask that you advance our destiny. Help us to follow you truly. Help us to obey your word. Give us grace to do as you say, that your name in our lives shall be glorified. We magnify you. Again, open our eyes to greater things this morning. And let the name of Jesus be exalted. Thank you, Almighty God. For in Jesus' holy name, we have prayed. Amen. My brothers and sisters, it's a wonderful day. It's a great week. The first week in the month of August 2021, things are working wonderfully for us. I want you to be rest assured, your August visitor shall visit you suddenly. This month, expect August visitor on a daily basis. An awesome visitor, a majestic visitor, and a visitor that will come and effect will never be forgotten for a lifetime. And that's the Holy Spirit. It will do you good. It will do me good. In Jesus' name. Amen. We just rounded off our midst of the year prophetic season where we went out inviting multitudes to church. And blessed be God, on the first day of August, we saw that multitude in their various forms. To Him be the glory. But they must remain. We must continue to gather them because not all that we invited came. Others will stick on and join those who have come. And all of them will remain. And that's why this week we are looking at why must we commit, be committed to the ingathering of souls into church? Why must we be committed to the ingathering of souls into the church? Yesterday we saw the reason of one reason is that for their establishment in the faith of Jesus Christ. So we must be committed so that they will be established. And today we want to look at another point is that for the certification of our new converts and our members. We want them to be sanctified. Sanctification simply means living by the word of God, living scriptural lifestyle, to be sanctified by the word of God, to be cleansed by the word of God. So for the sanctification of our new converts and our members, we need to be committed to the ingathering of souls into the church. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13, the Bible says, but exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin hardens the heart of man. You know why? Because every sinner expects instant judgment. But the mercy of God doesn't do that. He gives you time, which we call grace, for it to repent. Time for repentance. And so when they see that it doesn't, the judgment doesn't come suddenly, they are hardened. And God, God forgive, and God forget, and they continue in it. But for them to be sanctified, the Bible says, let them be brought into the church. So that sin will not harden them, their hearts. Sin harden the hearts of people against the word of God. And so for that not to take place, let them come to church where they will hear the word of God. Amen. For the sanctification of our new converts, which is very primary for them, every one of us. So they need to be gathered into the church. For the deliverance of our new converts from ungodly age-long habits. You know, there are age long habits that they have imbibed all this while through their environment their school their workplace whatever it is 
habits that are ungodly and they have been there for long and you know habits take time to be destroyed except there is a commensurate opposite good one that you are using to replace it and you must be deliberate about it you must be deliberate about it and for that age-long habit to be destroyed we need them to be gathered into church for the deliverance of new converts from all ungodly age-long habits in Obadiah verse 17 the bible says but upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance that's church and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions so to be delivered from anger the spirit of anger the spirit of pride the spirit of jealousy the spirit of revenge to be delivered from stealing from to be delivered from occultic practices to be delivered from those evils that age-long habits that people have gone into they need to be in church in hebrews 10 25 the bible says we should not forsake the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is but we should exalt one another and so much more as we see the day approaching so that we will be like what the day we accept as the day of jesus approaches let's be like him we exalt one another in the word of the lord in the church where the word of god is we come together so we need to be gathered in here for their deliverance they need to be set free the bible says upon mount zion shall be deliverance so everyone that comes to church mount zion will enjoy deliverance as long as he or she is willing now you are born again you are in the house of god the next thing to take you into the realm of favor with god is to be delivered from the shackles of the wicked so you must allow god to deliver you by his word god delivers by his word amen and so when that word has effect and a place in your heart you see we dislodge the hold of the evil forces and you'll be free so god delivers by his word and his word is in church amen hallelujah the next point this morning is that the church is a cleansing center for god's people the church is where you and i can be cleansed you know why now jesus speaking in john 15 verse 3 he said now ye are clean through the word which i have spoken unto you so the word of god cleanses us he said ye are clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. And this word is primarily domiciled in church. This word of God, undefined word of God, unpolluted word of God, is domiciled in church. You come to church, open your heart to the word of God. Like you go to classes, you open your word, your heart to the word of the lecturer. So you come to church, the word of God is what we see in church, not the word of man. Anywhere a man teaches you his word in, in the church, it's not God. Please open the Bibles in church and teach the people the word of God. Read from the Bible and teach them by the explanation the Holy Ghost gives to you. And that's what we do here. So the word of God cleanses people. Jesus said, you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. How does it clean? It comes in its water form to wash off those ideas that are wrong and replace it with right ideas. Please know this. There is the yastic for judging what is right. And that is the word of God. If you want to know what is right, what is true, the word of God is your yastic. Anything deviating from the word of God is not correct. It's not right. It may be a fact for a moment, but it is never right. So, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 and 26, the Bible says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, and gave himself for her why that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word hallelujah 
That is, the water of the world is what you use to clean your wife, to sanctify her. So every time we speak the word of God over a situation, over a soul, that heart and as that heart opens to the word of God is being cleansed, cleansed and sanctified by the word of God. So the word of God is what can cleanse, is what of God is also what can sanctify. So for the word of God to cleanse every one of us, we should be in church where the word of God is domiciled. That's what we are saying. We require it, and it's, 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 it's needed for you and I to make the most of our salvation. Praise the Lord. And finally, this morning, please note, sanctification is required for taking delivery of our inheritance in Christ. That's the extent. That's where we are going to. For you to take the delivery, simply put, for you to have testimonies of what the Word of God says, sanctification is required. Yes, you are born again good. But sanctification is required for the Word of God promise you to become reality in your life. For the testimony to be realized in your own life, you require sanctification. Amen. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, the Bible says this, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. So there is an inheritance for the sanctified. And the word of God is what sanctifies. Hallelujah. And the word of God is domiciled and resident in church where we preach the undiluted, unpolluted word of God. So as you come to church with your hearts open, the word of God have a place in you, then you see yourself, your life being changed. The Bible says, but we all with open face are being changed. Are beholding glory of the Lord in the glass, are being changed into the same image that we are saying. So that's the word of God. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. So the word of God is what sanctifies us. And this sanctification is what gives us our inheritance. Or put it this way, our testimony that God says. Hallelujah. So you need sanctification to enter your inheritance. That's simply what we are saying. For you to take delivery of what Jesus said concerning you, whether good health, whether good marriage, whether good home, whatever good children, whatever it is, you need sanctification. And this sanctification is by the word of God. As it cleanses you, it sets you apart for God. You realize that your heart beats and your heart desires just suddenly becomes what God loves. Then you are set apart for his word. Amen. That doesn't mean you will not work your daily work, you will not go to your business, but it will be seen from the perspective of honoring God all true. Hallelujah. That's what it means. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Hallelujah. So by that sanctification, you enter into glory. You enter into virtue. Vices are over from your life. Virtue begin to reign around you. Hallelujah. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. So please, don't forget, every of our new convert, your new convert that God gave to you all through the season, that has come to church, and those that don't come to church, please bring them in. Bring them in. Call them. Invite them. Call them for the midweek service of tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. here. Call them for the evening services of um, Saturday, WSF. And also call them for Sunday services. Invite them. Make sure they come. Because the more the word of God they hear, the more of God they become. They look like him. As the word of God takes place in their heart, settles in their heart, their attitude turns to be like God. And I tell you, you shall be blessed for it because they also will have testimonies to share. And together with them, you have a new song to sing. I want to appreciate that. And I tell you, as you do that, watch it. This month of August, you will also sing some new songs in Jesus' name. Amen. For now, go in peace. We're blessed of the Lord. 
and return with your open testimony. Please don't forget to reach your new converts even today. Just see how they are doing, say a word of prayer to them, and invite them to church tomorrow, Wednesday. And what a privilege, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week, which is 4th, 5th, and 6th, is our spiritual week of emphasis. So invite them, 5.30 p.m. every day. There's the word of God coming our way, and we break our fast with the communion every of those evenings. Please invite them, and you'll see how God will be changing their lives for the better. Their own testimony will take a better turn, and the hand of God will be good upon their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's share the goodness now together in faith. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. I receive and believe this prophetic verdict. Then expect turnaround to become your new identity from henceforth. Same shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. And now together, amen and amen. You are blessed of the Lord. Do have a wonderful day in Jesus' name. Amen.